The Marty Sheer Gold Show on Triple M. Inside 50, from 60 to 40, closing, Pendrith Noel Pendlebury. Here's Pendlebury with a little bit of space, he doesn't need much to slice you right open, and the champ, Scotty Pendlebury, well done. Number 10, Scott Pendlebury. One of the greats of the game. Get the Toyota forklift advantage, visit toyotamaterialhandling.com.au. Marty Pendles, we're there. Yes. Welcome. Thanks, guys. Tough, tough loss on the weekend, but what a, I mean, as a, bystander, you know, with no interest, you know, in either club, not in a bad way. Uh, what a game of football. Jeez. Yeah, you could um, – I had a big smile on my face even when we are doing, like, the national anthem because the mm. buzz was just mm. – no, I actually saw thousand. you do that and, and – and well, I sort give, of just was looking around, taking yeah. it all in. I was like, I can barely see, like, a free seat here. And the yeah. captain coach hug then was really great. I love yeah. it. That was a good, <laughs> yeah. proper man hug. It was yeah. like, have fun. I'm going to yeah. have fun. You have fun. Yeah, it was almost that because I was just like, how good is this? There's 92. I don't know. I just, it's almost like I could sense that this was going to be an awesome game. And it was, was. going to be fun. And Yeah, it was. Um, from start to finish, it had some amazing moments, um, you know, highlighted probably by Ash Johnson's goal from the boundary. And then Jesus Cameron sort of said, Unbelievable. I can top that. What did. And then, yeah, there was just some moments where you... And was copping an absolute spray over yeah, the fence yeah. from the Collingwood people oh, as well. Oh, not Collingwood people. They were <laughs> no, no, not surely. Not, not, they would have been well. neutral. Uh, uh, but it was really intense football. It was, yeah, it was just the pressure on the ball and the pressure on the man was just elite. Yeah. I think it's all the things you want to see in finals football mm. in, in our game and across the whole finals, the first week of finals. That's got to be one of the better first weeks of the finals in, in history of the game, yeah, I reckon, and, easily. And I think the difference between the guys playing footy now and the blokes that's years over is that pressure, that intense pressure that comes with your Collingwoods, your Geelongs, your Sydneys. That pressure on the ball is winning football games. Yeah, well, Sydney, I think they're ranked number one in the pressure stakes in, in the comp, and they took it right up to Melbourne. You know, we're ranked two, and then, you know, Melbourne, one of the better contested ball sides and sold Geelong. So there's just so many elements... Um, and even speaking to a couple of our guys that have never played finals, they just couldn't believe the intensity from start to end. They sort of said it almost felt like a close game from the start of the game, like the last 10 minutes of a fourth quarter. It had that feeling from the mm. first bounce. When so you have that pressure in, in the playing group, what's, what's that look like for you guys? So one man's going in hard at the ball. Is there a pattern that three or four of you are hanging out a little bit wider? What's the structure there or is it just a sort of a feel? Love, love this from you, getting into the tactics. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. um, oh, no, I think in, in finals football, it's simply um, it's the old, if you take a photo of where the ball is, if we've got six guys and they've got five, mm. that's a good thing for us because we've got the extra number at the contest. And then, yeah, if you're close enough, go pressure the ball, don't. Don't think too much about what you're doing. Just go pressure. And if, you know, if I don't get you the next bloke coming in, we'll type attitude. And, mm. um, yeah, I reckon throughout the whole finals, if you take photos of those moments, the outnumber battle is really important. Mm. Well, there mm. was one at the very end which led to the Holmes go- goal that ultimately decided the match. How does that sort of thing unfold? Was it just a matter of a lot of blokes being cooked at that point in the game? Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen how it sort of eventuated. There'd be some stuff that we would have done where mm. um, off ball we didn't work hard enough or things like that. And, um, you know, sticking tackles, little bits and pieces like that that we probably need to clean up in, in that regard to get um, – because they had a plus one out the back of us. Mm. So we would like to clean that up moving forward. And um, But, you know, we had, our, we had our chances in the end and so did they. You know, Crispy kicked the point from yeah. 40 out. Dakes kicked one out in the full and we had mm. our chances. And they, yeah, I think their little bit of experience 
um, played a part. But even the goal that, you know, Rowan kick, we win a centre clearance, they take a great contested mark and yeah. mm. boot it straight down the middle and then Rowan takes an amazing contested mark. It was. And punishes it from outside 50. It just I was on the mark and he kicked it, turned around and was like, that has just gone gun barrel straight. Yeah. Flush. I was like, that's going to be a goal. Yeah. Jesus. I saw uh, Dugowie kicked a couple and then I saw you say well done to him. Then you ran away from him and then you went back to him and said something. Can you remember what that was? Yeah, we're talking about just the passage of play um, a little bit earlier that I just wanted to clean up with him. Just more structural stuff between me and him that we needed to get um, sorted and it eventuated when he did kick the goal, the following bit of play, but we probably had an opportunity before that to almost mimic that bit of play. Right. Um, but we just left a little bit early, the contest that we we're at. So we just cleaned that up. Um, yeah, but he played a phenomenal game. Oh, yeah. Um, he it's did. funny because there's, there's um, you know, I could hear it all week, the people like, you know, he's got to stand up for Colin. He's got to play this great game. And then he does and then no one says anything. <laughs> oh, no, exactly. No. Oh, it doesn't matter because he didn't win. It's like maybe yeah. he played. We had some really good guys that played. You know, Darcy Moore was exceptional. Yeah. You know, Geordie was near the best player on the ground to, to play like he did, especially after hurting his shoulder in, you know, the opening 10, 15 minutes. So, um, yeah, it was just, yeah, it's a privilege to be out there playing in such a It was awesome wonderful game. to watch. It really yeah. was. You pl- you had a belter as well. Quick interesting stats. So between you and Joel Selwood, you combined to have the most experienced captain combination in the history of the game. Oh, that's a fun stat. Yeah, 707. Go. That's from Swamp on Twitter. 707. <laughs> and he played well too. Yeah, he played played really well. So, yeah, I feel like, yeah. As I said, it was a privilege to be out there and, yeah, look, we're on the wrong side of the result this time, but I feel like we we, we played really well and, and so did they and that's what you want in finals football. So you get Frio now? Yeah, we get mm. Frio on Saturday night here. So Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll, we wouldn't put the, the horse before the cart, but you feel like that's winnable. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I think in finals you go into every game feeling mm. like it's winnable. Mm. But, yeah, I remember um, I briefly checked the scores uh, I think when I got to the club and it was 42 to 1. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, Bulldogs have jumped Freo here big time. Mm. And then I got home and it was, it was like 10 points yeah. difference. So it's I sort of sat chaos. there glued to the screen for the last um, half of that game. And yeah, as I said before, the, the whole final series has had that feel where you couldn't take your eyes off the TV because it was wonderful. Yeah, the lead changes. Even the Brisbane Richmond game, that was like, I think that broke the record, didn't it, for lead 17 changes? 17 lead changes. That's, that's ridiculous. We were just talking about Petrarca's injury. Um, you've had a similar injury? Yeah, yeah. I've had, um, I've broken my leg or both legs uh, twice. Oh my so God. Really? Like a, yeah, so I've had a hairline uh, fracture. Which is, is, uh, yeah. that, is that what he's yeah, got? I think yeah. it's similar. So mine was right at the top of the fib. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it actually, it felt like a really bad corky. Um, and one of the boys was saying in the game, when they seen him start to rub it, um, I almost was like, I think he might've cracked his leg here because he kept reaching for something that wasn't there. And I know mm. that feeling like you're yeah. reaching and you're looking, thinking you're uh, like, oh, that's a corky, but it doesn't feel like a corky because there's not like this big contusion there. Mm. Um, and what's the pain like sort of it's like all, it's for all him all this yeah, weekend? What will the pain be like I think if he it, plays? It, yeah, it drops, it drops off significantly. Um, I remember mine. I did mine and then I actually played until half time, and then I got subbed out because we were winning by about 10 goals. And I'm like, oh, let's have a look at it mm. tomorrow. And I was as shocked as anyone when it come back with a crack at the top of my bone. And then, mm. um, you know, I tried to sort of plead with the doc and I was like, look, I'm – I don't feel any pain really. Like I can train fully and I tried to prove it to him, but he was like stage of the year, you know, we're going well. I think we're on top. He's like, you need to just give this time to heal properly. Mm. And then um, as I was saying just before, it's funny because I'm a big American sports guy. If this was American sports. Like mm. this is your franchise guy who's on a seven year deal. Yeah. 
Like the risk versus reward right now is something they have to weigh up. Like is it because mm. what happens if he gets another hit? Yeah, that's right. Mm. I don't know. And their doctors would obviously take all this thing into, yeah, but then- into account. But it's just, yeah, it's crazy because, yeah, you just don't want to, yeah, he's got seven years, this this guy. And it on, seems on like a it's, a, it's a bit of a badge of honour how quickly some of these blokes can come back sometimes. Yeah, but- I remember first final 2009, Lee Montagna slid into my leg, um, broke my leg, like clean break through the middle. I had surgery that night. Oh, Jesus. I tried to play 12 days later. Are I you remember, joking? I remember oh, wow. I had a plate in my leg, six screws, a metal plate. I fully trained nine days post-surgery. That's ridiculous. Even that is amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to like, I'm gonna be able to do this. Like, so I trained and it was- Is that was just power of sore. the mind? Yeah, and power of the plate in your leg as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the painkillers. Um, but then the next day I woke up and it was like, my leg was like a balloon. Yeah, right. And then right. I had to jump off a box and land on my broken leg. Oh, couldn't to do see it. If I, oh, I tried to land on the other leg to trick the fitness guy, but that <laughs> nice. didn't work. And he Good goes, got to land on, on your broken leg. And I said, oh, I can't, mate. But um, I know yeah, Carey's just, talked about this. Wayne Carey's talked yeah. about later in life what it means when you push through these injuries in your playing days and the repercussions that follow up from that, yeah. whether or not, like yep. a Petrarca, you yep. sometimes have to take the decision out of the player's hands because he'll put his hand up and say he's ready to go. Yeah, well, I think that's the thing. You've got to protect the player from themselves. Like, mm. no player mm. is going to say, I'm not. Not at this time of year. Right to go. No yeah. way. But yeah, it's just yeah, it's a it's a broken bone. Um, as I said, their doctors know better. But mm-hmm. um, like yeah, I would hate the worst thing possible is if he got a similar hit and and then it was worse injury and mm. I don't know, heaven forbid he had to miss like six months or twelve months because yeah, of no. it. Yeah. I don't know. Just, yeah, they weigh that all up and yeah, as I said, they'll make uh, a really informed decision. But yeah, it's just so yeah. Either way, it's just like yeah. I think as you said and as Wayne Carey said, you got to protect the player from himself. So I think, think so. It's, it's a pain thing. It's, sorry, it's not a pain thing. It's more of a risk mitigation thing. Yeah, I think it's more of a risk thing. I don't think he'll yeah. get through I, the pain. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think the pain will be that bad. Mm. Um, but yeah, because he obviously, but it happened pretty early in the game, and he, yeah, and was, he played yeah. the whole way through. Very so if it's going to hurt, it's going to hurt the most there and then. Um, he faded yeah. out a bit in the third yeah, quarter. He was every, I think. Yeah, you could see every time he kicked it, it would almost jolt mm. um, and it hurt him. Um, yeah. And you'd sort of limp around a little bit. So, um, What is the but, pain? How are you managing the pain in those moments? Is it compartmentalising? Are you taking uh, a couple of yeah, well, tablets think, and hoping? I think in, that- the, in the time when it happens, because you don't know what it is, so you're running around. He probably thinks this is a corky or it's, oh, this is probably a little bit worse than a corky, but I'm not sure. Is it a distraction? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Because you, every step you take, you'll feel this. Someone mm. like sticking a knife in the back of your calf, almost. Yeah, yeah. And then you get, yeah, you get some um, pain medication, and that sort of helps a little bit. But then, I'm assuming um, when they play Friday, I'm assuming Saturday you would have been really sore. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, you start getting all the treatment and try and build yourself back up. And yeah, it'll be um, interesting watch to see if he he plays this week or has a week off and hopes they can you know get it done without him and then. Right for a prelim. Did you watch much footy over the weekend, or did you? Yeah, try no, and I did. Relax? I, yeah. No, I watched it. I watched the Thursday, Friday nights about half time, and then I watched the last half of the Bulldogs. So, and the Swans looked pretty strong. Yeah, they did. They, um, yeah, their pressure game was unreal. And I thought early on when Melbourne were dominating, that their pressure actually helped them stay in the game, mm. um, kept it nice and tight, and then yeah. they found a way to sort of once the game opened up to use the ball a little bit better and cleaner and put Melbourne under some pressure. And yeah, I thought. Yes, yeah, sort of funny. They've been a little bit underrated, Sydney. Yeah, and I know. Then, um, I reckon John Longmire is one of the most underrated blokes ever in football. Yeah, I think, and as a coach, he sort of seems that way too, though. He doesn't really make big statements or yeah. he's always about the team. And I heard him talk after the game about just how consistent their 
So we probably didn't have any A graders today, but we had a lot of sort of B plus or whatever it was. Yeah. So they're super consistent and um, mm. they're playing a really exciting brand of footy that does stack up in finals. It was amazing. Buddy didn't fire. Heaney barely fired a shot. The McCartan brothers were okay. Just yeah. all their stars were quite quiet. Yeah, but their, their midfield pressure and their high backs and high forwards, their ability to pressure Melbourne was, was outstanding. And um, it's that battle of contested footy versus pressure. And I felt like, um, you know, take a photo and the Sydney midfielders just kept turning up and pressure. And, yeah. um, you know, I know Buddy didn't have a great game or, or Heaney, but they all have their moments. Mm. And when they had their moments, they make them count. Yeah. The other one, Taylor Adams, of, of course, he yeah. won't be having yeah. him for the rest of the year, I imagine. So yeah. you, you were near him when he... Yeah, I was sort of right behind him when he kicked and then let out a big scream of pain. And I knew, I knew what he was going into the game with. Mm. Um, and he trained really well for two weeks leading in, like flat out. So he was as confident as he could be, but then... Yeah, he sort of slipped on the turf and then kicked the ball and like it was just, I don't know, it was the recipe for disaster for what he was dealing with and then... Feels like um, a lawsuit, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm taking yeah. from this chat. But um, yeah, poor bugger, like he's done so yeah. much work to get back and, yeah. and he's playing so well. How long was, will that How long will that keep him out? Yeah, I think... Oh, that I think, bugger yeah, he, won't, he won't play again for the rest of this year. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I think he'll, he'd be... Yeah, I think probably by like January he'll be right to go so he can slow build, which is probably a good thing. Mm, have that a break. it's not like a tiny little tear and he's got mm. like sort of a two-week, can I get back in two weeks? So no. for mentally yeah. it's... Yeah, mentally um, he can closure. just... Yeah, it's, as well, he's been dealing it with is. it for a while now, so mentally yeah. that'd weigh a bit on your mind. But yeah, to lose a guy like Tay, who means a lot to us, um, it hurts, but now it gives as cool as it is, and we talked about it before going into the finals, is... Trying to keep our the VFL guys going at our club is like the opportunity. Mm. It will present, or it you will. never know when it's going to present. So yeah. make sure you're ready, and someone will have to step in and fill his shoes. Uh, the other thing I heard the coach say was, "Don't lay down after the game." Oh, he yeah. didn't like that. Yeah. He didn't like the look of it. Yeah. We're not losers. Don't lay down. Yeah. Um, he, I yeah. think he's tied that idea of people laying down in with the losing idea. Yeah. You lost, yeah. but you're not losers. Yeah, yeah. So stand up. Yeah. And that was the message yeah. post game. Yeah, I was the same out there. I was um next to Steel Steel Sidebottom and said to him like, "Let's pick these boys up quick." Like I don't, mm. I didn't like the look of it either. Mm. Like. Yeah, we had lost, but we weren't losers. I thought we should defeated. Have. Yeah, and I, and as a team, what we're trying to stand for and what we're trying to build. Um, yeah, it's I didn't I didn't like the look of it, but we got everyone up quickly and let's stay together. I think yeah. all year we've done that really well. Win yeah. or lose, yeah. When you see us, we're tight and we stay together. And you um, walked off as a team, and we walked off tight, and um, yeah. yeah, we'll be back to fight another day for sure. Well mm. done, mm. God, so, I'm loving footy at the moment. <laughs> really loving footy. Collingwood Freo never met in a final. Oh, is that a fact? Until Sunday. Until Saturday? Oh, good luck, Freo, is all I'm saying. We'll meet the night before. Oh, we'll meet the night before. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well done, mate. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Scott Pendlebury with us this morning. We'll chat to you next time on the Marty Sheargold Show Never at Triple before. M. This is the Marty Sheargold Show.